Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I'm your host, Adam Brewer. This is the Maniac, Maniac, Maniac Basketball Update. Uh, so let's get into it, huh? Oh, we'll do housekeeping, of course. Um, guys, I don't even know why I did this. Uh, guys, go, I'm on all social media, obviously. Go to YouTube, which you're watching now. Smash that like button or subscribe or all those other wonderful things. <sighs> also, go to Twitter, uh, Facebook fan page, and Instagram. I'm on all those. I will be uh, more active now, now that uh, my son has gone back to Norfolk and his leave is over, so I can now concentrate on the podcast. Uh, but yeah, guys, go to those uh, all those uh, social media platforms. Check me out. If you guys uh, leave a review or rate and review on uh, Apple Podcasts and the Facebook fan page, Hit me up on the DM. Let me know that you did it so I can verify it, see, you know, all that stuff. And then I'll give you a free, couple free stickers. It's pretty awesome. Uh, these are it. They go on everything. They're fantastic. You, I mean, I still do it. I still do this promotion because this is the one that has been killing it. I've, you don't know how many different orders I've made for these. So, uh, I guess let's get into it, huh? So, since I've been gone... Michigan basketball has still been impressive. It's still been super great to watch. I mean, they have been everything that us as a fan base needed after that debacle of a football season and continuing the debacle of the offseason. So to have this to have this basketball team be as together as just it's so much fun to watch them play. I and just watch even to watch the bench. The bench is probably some of the funnest things to watch because when you see like an Eli Brooks slam it down against uh who was it? Oh, against Maryland. And then again get the alley oop against Northwestern. I mean, I didn't even know Eli Brooks could do it. Uh, and I mean with force throwing that stuff down. I mean or watching uh uh, Juwan Howard's son, Jace, get his first uh, points in college. And just go back and watch that and then watch in the back and watch Hunter Dickinson just, like, run off the screen swinging his arms around. I mean, it's just so much fun watching this team play. And that, it, I don't know, it's it's fantastic. It is something that we need, I have needed. I don't know about you guys, but I've needed to see a Michigan team like each other, like the coach, like everything. And this basketball team has been everything we have needed. Um, but let's face it, like this has been pretty damn amazing what they've been able to do. Uh, well, pretty damn amazing. I don't know, it's not like they're solving you know, or curing cancer or anything. But for a basketball team that we really didn't know much about going into the season, and a lot of different moving parts and you know, some key players leaving, and uh, I didn't, first of all, Dickinson... Um, to me, is I I think I've said this plenty of times. I mean, he's the best. He's the best Michigan center I've seen in a long time. He might be the best Michigan freshman I've seen in a long time. Now, Iggy, I really loved watching Iggy Brasdakis play because that was phenomenal. Uh, to me, he was one of my faves. But Dickinson is just continuing to get better each and every week. I mean, now he's hit uh, from 15 feet out. 
we all know he has got the three ball because you can see it in his high school recruiting films or his, you know, highlight films packages. Uh, but if he can consistently now hit out 15 feet in the in further out, uh, how do you stop this kid? And that's what he's going to need when he goes up against, you know, the Luca Garza's, uh, the Illinois, I can't even think, Kofi Coburn, I think his name is, for Illinois. The guys that are really big and really, I mean, going to be tough to get, you know, those in the paint points, you know what I mean? So if he can improve, well, not even improve, if he can just build on that 15-foot jumper that he has, it's going <laughs> to be awesome. I don't know how you stop him. You're going to pull those big boys out, and that's just going to create more cutting because uh, Dickinson is probably one of the best center pass, one of the best passing centers in the conference right now. I mean, try and find another one that, that has the vision that he has. And listen when you just watch the post the post game uh, videos with uh, with Juwan Howard. And this last one he was talking about when he saw Dickinson and the joy that he he knew immediately once he saw Dickinson pass the ball at Team USA tryouts. I think it was. Uh, he said that's my guy. I mean. Phenomenal, and let's talk about the the job that uh, Howard's been doing. I mean, everybody's like, "Oh, look at what he's done with the with the kids at the transfer portal. It's so great! How you know he just he's got such a fine eye for what his team needed." Well, yeah, no shit, right? Because he came from the NBA. I mean, that's what you learn how to do in the NBA. You've got free agencies, you've got trades, you've got the whole deal, and from just recently, you can't really do that in, in college basketball. But with his NBA background, he's been able to say, okay, well, this is my team. This is what I need. How do I improve that? So now in the NBA, you just go out and be like, okay, well, here are the free agents that I need. I like their skill sets. Let's go get them. Do, can, what can we pay them? What do we need to do? Blah, blah, blah. You couldn't do that in college basketball until just recently, even college football. But I really do believe his, his time in the NBA has really given him a much better insight to looking, assessing his team, and being able to get those free agents, you know, out of the uh, transfer portal. And Chani Brown, I mean, come on, man. Chani Brown and Mike Smith are two of the biggest improvements on this team. And I know Xavier Simpson. I loved him, too. I loved how tough-nosed he was. I loved all of it. But Xavier, when he would drive wouldn't really look to pass. Once he got in the lane and he was going, he was going. Just like a dog crapping. Once the dog starts to bend those knees and poop, he ain't going to stop him from doing anything else. And that's kind of what Xavier Simpson was when he drove the lane. As soon as he started, and once he committed, it was dropping loads all the way. The hook, going to the basket, whatever. Uh, Smith can find, I mean, most of these great, Little dunks or moves that a hunter's getting in the uh, in the paint is mainly because Dickinson's driving the lane. People are collapsing and he's just bouncing out. Not what we saw from Simpson. So and then Teske uh, last last season looked scared against big guys like the Kofi Coburns. I can't wait to see what Dickinson does against those guys because Dickinson's everything that I wanted John Teske to be, but just didn't have it in him. Um, so I think, okay, so I've been looking at what our next game is, right? And that's obviously Minnesota. In, in my opinion, that's going to be the hardest 
game that we have played to date. I mean, Northwestern was good, very good, very good team, whatever. They had a few good wins. Um, but Minnesota, uh, they're kind of mere images of Michigan. I mean, if you really look at it, uh, Michigan averages 82.6 per, uh, per game, points per game. Minnesota, 81.6 points per game. Field goal percentages. Michigan shoots around 52%. Uh, Minnesota, 42. Rebounds, 39.9 for Michigan, 39.8 for Minnesota. Assists, very close. 18.1 for Michigan to 16.4. I mean, you've got uh, this Robbins, this Liam, Let's. I want to get his name right. Liam Robbins, I think is his name. Yeah, Liam Robbins. Uh, Seven-foot kid, uh, junior. So he's going to have that fancy footwork that seems to give Hunter Dickinson some problems. I mean, not that he's, you know, clueless on how to handle it. Because, I mean, Hunter Dickinson, like I said, is one of the top five or one of the top three centers in this conference and one of the top freshmen in the country. So it's not like he can't handle somebody with fancy footwork, but he's going to have to have a great game. He's really going to have to be paying attention because this Liam Robinson dropped 27 on Ohio State. Not that Ohio State's the world beaters by any stretch, but to be able to put 27 on a physical team like Ohio State, uh, there's a lot of talent there. Um, then you got Carr, fantastic point getter, great assists. Uh, I mean, I think Carr... Averages about 22 points a game, and he also five assists per game. <laughs> I mean, pretty damn good. So Mike Smith has got his hands full. Now I'm sure, uh, I'm sure that Howard is going to work his magic just like he did against Northwestern. I mean, to have uh, to have Wagner and Livers uh, defend, or even Brandon Johns defend. And not even have uh, Dickinson defend Nance, who's a little bit more uh, athletic or faster, I guess you could say, was brilliant. I mean, you have a 6'10 Wagner who who defensively is just getting better and better. Well, just his game in general is just getting better and better. In the last three or four games, Wagner has just been fantastic. But... So I'm sure Howard's already combed over all this and figured out how they need to shut down uh, Robbins and then definitely how to slow down um, Carr. But, you know, in in Jawan Howard, I trust. Anything that guy does right now is gold for me. Um, but still, brilliant thoughts, right? Like You would have never thought that he would have switched the coverages for Wagner to cover Nance and Livers to cover Nance or, you know, Chandy Brown to cover Nance. You would think that would have fallen squarely on Dickinson, but not to have Dickinson do that. Just opened him up to dominate number 15, whatever that kid was, uh, at Northwestern, who had the fancy footwork that kind of switched up uh, Dickinson every once in a while. Fantastic. I mean, this basketball team is just, I just love, I just love this team so much right now. I love them. Uh, I mean, Dickinson had four points at halftime. Ended up with 19. Quiet game for this kid. 19 points. <laughs> just, you know, whatever. He's just dunking and white guy flexing. I love it. I love the white boy flex crew of Wagner and Dickinson. These two cats, uh, 
you don't get a much better white boy flex than those two fools. Those guys are the best. I love them. I can't wait to see more white boy, the white boy crew flex. You know, I can't, that, that whole, awesome. Just awesome. Uh, every time I think that we may get a break in the schedule, right? Holy crap. I was like, well, this next five, uh, these next five games we got coming up are tough. Minnesota, Penn, at Penn State, Wisconsin, at Minnesota, then Maryland again. I was like, damn, that's tough. I mean, we have a chance to at least lose one to two games in that stretch. So, I mean, coming up, this schedule for Michigan is a killer. I know I'm probably all over the place right now, but whatever. I'm just happy that – I'm just happy to be back. You know, I got a little bit of rust from just hanging out with my kid all for the last two weeks. But So I thought that was rough. Look at the one starting from uh, January 30th. We've got Illinois. Then the next week at at Northwestern again. Okay. Then we go to, then we play the state, little brother. Then we play Illinois and then at Wisconsin. My God. And then I even think after that, we have Iowa and uh, it's just a, it is a gauntlet in what we're facing. So, I still think that uh, if we finish third in this this year, I think it's a complete and utter win. I think I would. I still want to see how we do against Minnesota because, like I said, they are mirror images of us right now. So I want to see how we do with them, uh, and I definitely am I have circled that game in Wisconsin because even though Penn State that should be easy. Well, it should be, but we they play us super hard. I mean, I think we only beat them by five in the first meeting, and now we're at Penn State. We're at Happy Valley, so it's going to be tough. Uh, I I love the mental makeup of this of this basketball team for Michigan. I don't think they're going to crack. I don't think they're going to panic. I don't see any of that happening. I just think going through this this like seven ranked on hardness, right? This of these five games, I would rank this five five game stretch about a seven out of ten, and I think the next is a ten out of ten. This is super hard coming up, but I think that only will fortify the the focus and the strength of this team. I still think whoever wins the Big Ten, and I think we're right up there with them. I think I, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Michigan. I think are the three teams that have the best shot at winning the Big Ten this year. And I definitely think the winner of the Big Ten is going to have five to seven losses. Yeah. And then, but I think the best, the one thing that we're always good at is the Big Ten tournament. And I think we can win the Big Ten. Even if we say we finish, like I said, third in the regular season, I think we can still be Big Ten tournament champs because I really believe our team is best suited uh, for a tournament type thing, they're focused. They, I mean, I they're so smart. We have everybody coming off the bench at the right times. I mean, Brandon Johns. Granted, Brandon Johns uh, has not really produced point wise, but his energy levels, his defense, he's starting to find. He's starting to find his range a bit. I mean, he has eleven points out of four games, but still, his defense, his energy. Everything about what Brandon Johns is doing right now, I am in love with. I love it. I th- you know, he could his scoring can get up just a little bit, but I mean, whatever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bitch and complain about that. Uh, Wagner, I mean, pfft, uh, this might be an unpopular uh, opinion, 
But watching over the last couple games, and I guess Livers has been hurt, but to me, it looks like Wagner is really taking over the leadership role or the, the best player, best leader, that type of thing from Livers. I think uh, watching just in this last Northwestern game, and I know he was hurt, the ankle seems to be bothering him, but he seems to be pushing things he shouldn't be. I mean, he's splitting, uh, he's splitting the press when he needs to do, but he's not passing. He wants to score. And... When you get into that kind of me, me, me type thing, I obviously didn't work out very well with him. Even though in the in the three game stretch here with Northwestern Maryland and Nebraska, he's still thirty four points total in three games. Not bad. I mean, still third best on the team, right? Because in it goes Dickinson fifty eight. Uh, Wagner 53, Livers 34, and Chani Brown 27. 27 points in three games coming off the bench. I mean, fantastic. This guy, granted that that chin-up dunk, I, who gets a who gets a freaking a technical for that? That was just dumb. I think every every podcaster show you listen to will agree with me. It, it was stupid. Um, let the boys play. Just let them play for God's sakes. God dang. You it's just whatever. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I think that Wagner's gameplay over the last three or four games, he's really starting to cement himself as that leader on this team. In my opinion, I think Livers can still, uh, that leadership, I think he could be, like, I think he could be up there. I think he could still be their leader, but right now I think it's Wagner. I think Wagner is cementing himself as the guy. Um, livers, I think he's struggling with something even outside of his body. I think there's something mentally up there that's fucking with him. Because uh, he's pushing. He's pushing too much. He's not He's not where he needs to be mentally in this game. Because uh, he, he's doing selfish moves. And that's the one thing I don't like. Even though I, I love his... I, I really like this kid. I'm a big Livers fan, so I'm not trying to, to bash on him. But if you watch that Northwestern game... He was not making smart moves. He was uh, lax on defense. He really didn't have a great game. Now, if that's because of his ankle, mm, your ankle doesn't stop you from making the right pass, in my opinion. It just doesn't. It, you could. He He's too good of a player to do these dumb things. He just is. He's too good of a player to do these dumb things. And granted, listen, Wagner isn't perfect. I mean, his the one amazing thing about this Michigan team is that we're winning by double digits in the last two games and our defense hasn't been perfect. I mean, that's the great part. Like, if you really go back and watch the Northwestern game, Wagner missed a few. Uh, he lacks on one or two uh, rollouts or shutdowns or lock, lockouts, whatever terminology you want to use. Uh, I mean, you know, Livers, same thing. Uh, the thing that worries me about Hunter Dickinson is, is he going to be fast enough to keep up with some of these centers that can take him out and then go in into the basket, you know, or on on switches or screens? Can Hunter Dickinson uh, keep up? Because he's so big and so long, it's hard to be fast when you're that long, you know? So like a 6'11 guy can get some get some moves on him just because he doesn't, you know, his stride isn't as long or he might not be as awkward. But uh, n not that I think that Hunter won't have a, you know, I think he's going to have a great year. But 
Obviously, I've been gushing this whole time about him. But this is a big one. I think this, tomorrow, actually tomorrow's game is going to be a huge, huge, huge game for us. I think we're still going to win. Uh, I still probably, I say we'll probably win about 7 to 10 points. Because I really think Minnesota is a great team. I mean, I think they're ranked six. They're ranked 16th right now. Good team. You know, we got to take them seriously. I do. I definitely want to see the the Mike Smith, uh, Chandy Brown, how they handle Carr. I want to see how Dickinson and probably Wagner are going to handle Robbins. Um, this is, this is going to be an exciting game. I mean, uh, this is something that, you know, you get excited as a Big Ten basketball fan because it's like kind of like this this is reminds me of old school michigan like not michigan but big 10 football punch you in the mouth grind it out every big 10 every big 10 game is a bar fight and that's what i loved about michigan football big 10 football i'm obviously a michigan guy but uh that's what i loved about it you just you you just know for whatever from the tip of that ball to the last horn that it's going to be elbows deep and just fucking fighting it's going to be great i love i love this basketball team i love this conference this has been a lot of fun to watch um let's see if there's anything i'm missing no i think that's really about it i mean coming up I still think that I I think we're gonna beat Minnesota. We'll beat Penn State in another nail biter. Wisconsin's another one that obviously, if we come out of this five game stretch and we lose maybe one game, boy, that is going to be phenomenal. I mean, I think we can win all of them, but you know, I'm just a hardcore maniac, so I, you know they can do no wrong with me. But I, if we go. We win one. I mean, if we lose only one in this stretch, phenomenal, phenomenal uh, four or five game stretch for us. Uh, very excited to see what's going to happen. I wish I can add more. I just, I don't know what more to put in there. I mean, everything you've seen, Dickinson is the man. I mean, he's adding a 15 foot jump shot. Uh, Wagner is now hitting threes. He's hitting from the elbow. He's driving. And the good thing that I like about Wagner is that he's actually taking the ball and creating his home shot now. He's not the wing shooter that he was last season with Xavier Simpson kicking the ball out to him. He's looking to create his own stuff. Um, I The only thing that, would be, that I'm kind of disappointed in is Livers. I want to see more out of him. I expect more of a mature uh, game from him at this point. Uh, he shouldn't be the... the this Northwestern game was not his best. Just wasn't. I was not impressed with Livers. He scored 10 points. Should have been more than that. But even then, still, he wasn't passing. Just go back and watch it. I mean, you will not like what you saw from Livers in this game. It's just, and then, oh, what can you say about Eli Brooks? Who knew he can jump? I didn't know he could jump like that. That's amazing. Boy's throwing it down. Uh, just everything about this right now has just been phenomenal. Uh... It's probably going to get boring because I can't come up with anything outside of Liver's uh, selfishness that really I don't love. And even though I love Liver's, I think this is, I hope this is just his injury and he's like, that would be a little selfish or whatever. Maybe he broke up with his girlfriend. I don't know. Whatever it is, I don't care. 
because we've got the white boy flex crew happening with the with the CEO and the vice president of Hunter Dickinson and and Wagner. I mean, this is a great team. Fucking Eli Brooks throwing it down. Mike Smith dishing it like crazy. I mean, the game against Maryland might have been his best game of the whole season. And then he comes out and has another great game against Northwestern. This has been fantastic season. This has been everything that we have needed to get over the slump. And if we're going to be a basketball school, then fine. F it. I'm so disgusted with Michigan football at this point that I uh, find another number one, uh, a number one recruiting class in basketball. Hell yeah, that's good. All right. Maybe this will just, maybe I'll just start focusing more on basketball. I don't know, but if they can still continue to do this, I mean, we're going to be, I would say top five. I'd say if we come out of the top, if we come out of this five game stretch with one loss, um, I bet we're, Top five, top seven. I mean, and then we're going in into this huge stretch. And I think that that'll tell a lot where we end up at the end of the season and how we win this Big Ten. The The next five games after these first five, well, I mean, that's where it's all going to be settled, right? I mean, obviously, big little brother's in there. Minnesota, again, is in there. Uh, Wisconsin then is in there. Illinois is in there. I mean, and then Iowa follows in March. Whew, that's a gauntlet, kids. It's crazy. So, anyways, let's get out of here. This was fantastic. I mean, what can you say? It is it is really great to be a Michigan Wolverine basketball fan right now. It You notice the distinction. I said a Michigan basketball fan. It is great. Now, guys, if you, please hit me up in the comments. Let me know what you think. I mean, tell me what you see out of Liver's performance. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just seeing something different. Um, you know, I love talking to you guys. And remember, if you say something stupid... I'm going to make fun of you not on YouTube. I'm going to come on the YouTube comments, I should say. I'm going to come right here on my show, and I'm going to make fun of you. Uh, but most of the time, I don't have to. You guys are fantastic. Everybody I talk to on there has been out, I mean, excited, except for like two, have been ph phenomenal people. I love talking to you guys. So uh, it's great to be a Michigan basketball fan right now. It is great. Uh and remember, guys, forever and always, go blue.